0: Whenever I texted you asking, like, if this was just about, like, in for- like, okay, today's topic, drum roll, is double standards. Um, She sent me this TikTok, and it was of, like, baby clothes and, like, all the different, like, f- phrases and slogans on them like daddy's little girl and like do you remember some of them you it know, was like I
1: remember the boys were all like f- basically like future scientist astronaut like or like I'm a way.
0: troublemaker yeah or like lock your daughters up or something <laughs> like that's like that's a, a little overstated but it was like that's essentially the message yeah um but while I'm looking this up, I'm just fuming. Like I've never typed faster in my life writing these notes for this because I was like, I have so much I want to say.
1: What you asked me was whether we're focusing on like double standards or gender enforcement and young children. But I think it's kind of like the same conversation, right? Like
0: they're it both
1: with the enforcement.
0: I know, and it's- and I was sorry. I was reading a study on like children and how they are affected and how they perceive their gender and a hundred like not a hundred percent a majority of it is from modeling but also by reinforcing like specific behaviors so like they see it in tv obviously like they see it in disney like oh like it's the princess gets saved by the prince whatever even in like the more recent ones and stuff um and like in superheroes and stuff, like there's a lot more action and whatever. Yeah. Um. And so like there's so much reinforcement of that. And there was this huge. I don't. I don't even know. I think someone. I don't know if it was someone in my family or some, some on Facebook or something. But like Target stopped, or hypothetically, I don't think they've actually done it. But they said like they were gonna not have a girls toy aisle and a boy's toy aisle it was just going to be like a toy section i don't know if this was like and this was a while ago so i really don't think that they actually did it it might have just been like a rumor on the street kind of thing yeah but they were talking about it and everyone flipped out because of course they're like the liberal agenda like they're trying to get your kids to be like trans and stuff or like I don't like we need babies to learn how to be mothers give them their dolls literally and it's just like it's not that deep like it's it's funny how like they're already sexualized from such a young age and they're like I can't believe you're trying to force like grown-up topics like gender on them and it's like you've been doing that for years but just because it's different than yours you're suddenly so worried about enforcing gender constructs like constructs on children
1: yeah just because it's no longer binary now it's an issue like that's where so much of our discourse falls apart is that people just need it to be binary like we need like a and b and that's it and there's no room for nuance and nobody can like nobody can introduce anything outside of those two options
0: right in one of my classes in college, um, I had a professor shout out to Nicole Weisenberg, a homie. Um, she wrote on the board like masculine and feminine and was like, call out traditionally masculine traits. So, like, strong, um, smart, or like, you know, angry. <laughs> angry. Yeah. So, like, there's some kind of negative ones but then when you get to traditionally feminine ones it's like comforting and like docile and like sweet and soft-spoken or like I mean obviously this is a little dramatized but whenever you get like a big whole list all up on a whiteboard and you see it literally in black and white yeah you're like which one do you want to be yeah because I know
1: <laughs> yeah no well and it's like It's not even, which one do you want to be? It's like, why are some of these things valued so much more than others? There's a podcast that I listen to and it's a group of like four guys. And there's one guy that just has like a very high level of emotional intelligence demonstrated in like the content of this podcast. So I don't like, obviously I don't know him outside of it, but within the context of this podcast, like he demonstrates a very high level of emotion emotional intelligence and the other guys are just like bewildered why women want him like it does like it does not compute for them because they don't value emotional intelligence and I look at that person and I'm like if there ever was like a man written by a woman that's it a man with like a high level of emotional intelligence who's direct and honest and communicative because in one of the stories, like they, they were talking about how he's a psychopath because he just tells women he's not interested in them.
0: Wow. Someone <laughs> who's forward with their communication right. must be a psychopath.
1: Like he was telling a story about how he went on a date. And at the end of the date, he was like, you know what? I don't think that I would like to go on another date with you, but we can remain friends. And I really enjoyed getting to know you.
0: See, I mean, like, I'm proud of you for even listening to, um, like, a do- male dominated podcast because I don't even, that's not true. I listen to like famous comedian podcasts, but whenever it's like just your average Joe, straight man, I don't want to listen to what, what they're saying. I don't really care because I Vietnam. hear it all the time. But that makes so much sense. What's funny is that, like, okay. So they're like complaining about him being all emotional and stuff. And like, why do women want you? Like, Well, it's not even
1: that he's being emotional. It's just that he's like (laughs) demonstrating a high level of emotional intelligence. Like in that story, there were no emotions, right? Like he wasn't like sad. He wasn't angry. He wasn't happy. He wasn't joyful. He was just communicative. (sighs) Like he just said, I'm not interested in this.
0: It literally, like, okay, patriarchy, it literally affects everyone. Yeah. Every single time, like, you know, you see Drew Afilato's like TikToks or whatever. Like, anytime a man has to complain about something or, like, well, what, how come, like, why, like, how come, like, like everything that they're complaining about is something that has been created by the patriarchy. Yeah. So, like, when it's about, Oh, can I give an example? Yes, please.
1: I saw a horrible TikTok uh, from a man that was like, wow, the feminists have been real quiet since draft has entered the chat. And I was like,
0: (laughs) I'm an adult virgin.
1: (laughs) Like what? Hold up, sir. Because first of all, women didn't create the policies that kept them out of the draft.
0: In fact, women wanted to go... fight and they weren't allowed to until after world war ii
1: yeah and while they while the men were fighting in world war ii women were working holding down the entire country
0: running the country if you ever <laughs> ever think like we need you wrong like no and all of that is
1: ignoring the fact that who's starting this war hmm
0: it hurts. It hurts my head. It really does. And the worst part is like that the, like the good ones, the good eggs, the ones that are actually communicative. Like if you're open with your communication slash open about how you're feeling, like that's, that's a positive attribute. And like most, but it's discouraged by other men. So like, that's why that's like, not so common
1: yeah well and like that's why when you say like I'm proud of you for listening to a male dominated podcast I just like I'm spending more time being actively aware of the ways that like men and women are discouraged from understanding each other's perspective because it's it's just like anything else right like we are meant to be divided because we are more easily controlled as a group. So they do that by race, they do that by political um, status, they do that by socioeconomic status. Like, but they also do it by gender. Like, they want us to not understand each other because we're easier to control. And so I do a lot of do spend a lot of time like getting to know the male perspective and trying to understand it. Um, and there's this really interesting creator I follow on TikTok who does a lot of like um, content that's focused around like, like ideas like weaponized incompetence and in relationships. Gotcha. and kind of like helps women figure that stuff out. But she did a live the other day with this other creator, and he has created an entire discord where it's a space for men to come and talk to other men and be like, hey, like I just went through a breakup and like kind of get out like their toxic masculinity and like Mm a place that's safe for them to do that. Right. And get feedback from people who aren't operating in that. And those kind of <laughs> those kind of resources I think are gonna be game changing for the way that men and women relate to each other because now there are men who are like taking on that burden that women were taking on before of like you can't treat people like this, <laughs> like you can't behave this way.
0: And for so long, like and obviously and like we, we don't, we literally don't even have enough time to cover like sexism is so present in general for women and men sexism with women of color and men is insane. Like, I mean, the odds of it's women are more likely to suffer from a heart attack if they have like continue to have a heart attack and like go through it, I guess I don't really know how it works um, with a male doctor. Because they're more than like they're probably going to dismiss their symptoms, and there's the concept that women have higher pain tolerance, right? And like no, and like and and right now there's all these. I don't know if you're seeing this or maybe I'm just on a weird side of TikTok, but like there's all of these videos showing like the process of like a Pap smear or an IUD insertion, and people are like, oh my god, I can't believe, and I'm like, yeah. And they don't yeah. even tell you to take an Advil, they don't even give you one. Yeah, you're just supposed to know that you have you should take one before because they are going to stab you yeah. in a very vulnerable place. Yeah,
1: in a very like sensitive place. And it's not just, I mean, like heart attacks, it's anything. Like, uh, I was listening to a woman speak about the experience of being like a black woman going through pregnancy and like the steps she took to find. A black female doctor because her life was on the line. Like she is statistically more likely to die as a black woman giving birth than I think anyone. I'm not, I don't remember all of the statistics, but I think black women are like statistically the most likely to die during childbirth. It's so crazy because, like you said, there is that concept that women have a higher pain tolerance, but it's like even if women can like take pain in stride. It's the impact of the pain, right?
0: Yeah. It's and the it's effect also not, of it. It's not viewed as a strength either.
1: You know, women aren't Which strong. Which is so
0: interesting. Like if I have a high pain tolerance, I'm going to consider my, like anybody, just think of a person and you're like, oh, they can withstand. I mean, to me, that kind of equates to strong. Well, I like, how could you turn that around to be against someone <laughs> but they did it they did it they sure did they
1: sure did well like now there's reports coming out that the menstrual cycle like the cramps of the menstrual cycle are just as painful as a heart attack it's the same level of pain and women go through it once a month for several days for years for the majority of their life
0: Women and you're just, just expected like, to continue yeah. to live your life and have no one know
1: <laughs> you're expected to go to work
0: <laughs> and it's like suffer sorry right? you want some my that's about it that's all we can get. even then they're not going to give that to you they're like did you bring any did you buy it it's just interesting you even see it in like the lgbtq plus community of so in the same college classes, 18th century literature, which is just further proving the point, this has always been a thing, which we we all knew, like obviously. Um, but historically, the reason why homosexuality is feared, like I use fearing quotations, but like more feared by its oppositional forces is, um, rather than the fear of like femme queerness is because A, well, so during this time period, they viewed like queer women as like not real or that they were quote unquote practicing to be with men. So they just kind of dismissed it anyway but the thing that's still upholding which I think is really interesting is that like, because The financial and political power of a two man household would be unprecedented and no one would understand, or it would shake the power structures completely.
1: I have not thought of it like that.
0: So it's, you know, like it would change, it would shift the balance of power with the current beneficiaries of a heteronormative society. Like it's so. Interesting, and why is that so big of a deal? Like, even now, like, you don't really. I mean, there's so much more opposition to homosexual men than there is to queer women, which, like, obviously, I'm not asking you to be more oppositional of queer women, (laughs) but
1: like, quality in our opposition,
0: yeah. But it's like, even in that, it's like not viewed as real because it's about power, it's not, it's about like who's in control that
1: makes a lot of sense and i think there are elements too that queer women are more often fetishized and so like they're seen as something to be enjoyed by heterosexual men
0: they are a product to be consumed
1: right and then i think there's also a certain population of heterosexual men who see gay men as like a threat that they're gonna like hit on them And they don't know how to deal with that. It's like, can you imagine? Can you imagine being hit on when you don't want to be hit on?
0: Wow. I can't imagine what that's like, Mary. Tell me about that.
1: Actually, since I've turned 25, it is so rare, which is disgusting that I was hit on more as like a 17 year old.
0: Okay. But that's (laughs) also an important topic because like beauty standards in women is based on the infantilization of women. Yeah. Like, you have to be prepubescent. Yeah. Like, the top category searches of like on any given porn site is teen, stepmom, or stepsister, which is all so gross. Right. Like, it's it, it, like you're not even, even with the stepmom thing, like, you're not it's a like
1: teenage boy and your yeah, stepmom. Like, right. even then, it's like this is pedophilia.
0: Right. Slash incest. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hate to state <laughs> the obvious, but it's also like, okay, you shave your legs. Why? Why do you shave your legs?
1: Right. Who are you, you shaving your, your legs? legs for?
0: Right. I got told, as probably a third grader, to shave my arms by another girl, too. It wasn't Itch. even a boy. I know. What a f- bitch. Isn't that horrible? And believe yes. it or not, that is not the first time I've heard that in my life. Like even, but but where do children learn this. that? They don't just come up with that. Yeah. They're not just like, ew, hair is gross. Shave right. your arms.
1: They probably have a parent at home, like reinforcing that, being like, either talking about themselves or talking about their child, depending on their age, saying like, you need to shave. That's gross. Ew. Why are you telling your child that their body is inherently gross in its natural state? Yeah. What kind of message is that for your child? And you're
0: going to spend the rest of your life trying to fix your gross body until the day you die. (laughs) And all of the products that you're going to be using are going to be charged exponentially higher via pink tax. Mm
1: -hmm. It's going to cost you a fortune so you're gonna feel pressured to marry rich or give up everything in your life for your career to maintain these standards and I know this is something we talked about before like the whole thing about like makeup and how I very much like personally like I very much want to support people who have like makeup as a passion and like (laughs) and like figuring out how to reconcile that with like being conflicted about why we even wear makeup in the first place right because makeup is a product invented by men well I shouldn't say that makeup is a product sold by men primarily men they profit off of our insecurities but I do want to talk about another product real quick yes because all the time you hear men like women should be thankful because we invented everything (laughs) it's like first of all you didn't like straight up you just didn't Second of all, a lot of the men saying they invented things, stole the ideas from women. Third of all, you want to talk about products that men invented for women versus women invented products for women. Let me tell you one. Okay. A woman invented pads, a great product, a wonderful solution to a woman's menstrual cycle, a man invented tampons a product that has quite literally killed women because it's not conducive to a healthy menstrual cycle. It's conducive to male comfort. Men don't want to think about women having blood outside of their body. They want it to be shoved up in there. Okay, so <laughs> when we when we talk about men inventing products that help women, they don't help women. They are still created to benefit men, period. To
0: market, right. It's not to market towards women. No. It's a marketable, <laughs> I'd like- it's, it's to
1: market towards women to be more desirable for men, to To men. become
0: a more desired product, to be consumed by men. Yeah. I hate it here. I, me too. <laughs> and you know what? Like, And it's, uh, like, I've had some- <sighs> I, I kind of go back and forth with this. So, and this is like kind of off the subject, but not really, I have a point I promise I'll lead into it. So I snore really bad. I think I have a deviated septum. So I would like to get that fixed. However, my nose has always been somewhat of an insecurity for me. Um, yeah. and so as big nose gang, yeah, literally big nose Queens. Eh, that's our hashtag. Um, <laughs> and, so as I'm looking, like I'm progressing toward like, you know, getting this worked out because it's snoring's really bad for your health. It really like damages your card, like your cardiovascular system and breathing yep. and stuff. So, um, I, but as I'm looking for it, like a forward, I guess, um, I keep thinking like, okay, so it's, it's essentially nose job is the procedure.
1: Right. Um,
0: while they're doing their thing, they could also do cosmetic surgery as well. Right. But I can't help but think, and i don't I don't shame anybody who's had work done. Like everybody I'm there are so many people who have had work done. that's just, but my personal struggle with it is it's like, is there a ethical consumption? of like plastic surgery that doesn't come from like a male dominated reinforcing right field yeah. like i would never know to be insecure about my nose it's just like the makeup conversation right where like There's
1: this narrative, like, I don't wear makeup for men. I wear makeup for myself because it makes me feel better about the way I look. But the question is, who made you feel bad about the way you look? Mm -hmm. What is it that's making you feel like the way you look is unsatisfactory in some way? And it's this beauty standard that's perpetuated by men that women need to look young and fertile because that's their value.
0: But not big.
1: Not big.
0: So you've got to be fertile. You gotta have the birthing hips, but you also have to be a size zero. Right. There was something that was like, um, there were I I I one I'm once again talking about TikTok, but um, okay, we really like, did need to read a book though. I know, seriously. Well, I did, I read articles for this, so I'm a scholar. Um, um I did. <laughs> but like it was like n- name things that have been ruined by the sexualization of women and it was like school uniforms um like religious getup why is that sexualized yeah it's just it's crazy talk about things to repeat um like i'm not we're not going to go into this cuz we don't want to be a kardashian like podcast but <laughs> kanye is right now being realized like is being viewed as just a man who's trying to get back to his family. But if Kim were doing this, or something that actually happened when Brittany Spears did this, she had a conservative a concert a censorship for 17 years. 17 or 13? Maybe 13. 13. I said that so confidently. <laughs> I might, I think it might have been 13, but, like... We, we but need a fact checker. Um I know, but yeah. seriously.
1: No, you're exactly right. The double standard is disgusting. Like, Britney Spears had a mental breakdown. Totally understandable. Like, in...
0: She's been in the limelight since she was a child.
1: Yeah. She had a public breakdown. She damaged property, which, like, she should have just had charges pressed. And, like... Right paid for that property and paid whatever legal fees there were. Kanye West is writing music alluding to the fact that he is going to murder his wife.
0: And what is being done about it?
1: Nothing. He's an artist, a genius.
0: Or it's like uh, he just needs help. So did Britney, bitch. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) It's Britney, bitch. She needed help. Yeah. And All we did, I mean like we, but like all the public and slash the world did was like lock her away. Another case of female hysteria, which we could, (laughs) yeah, like hysterectomies also invented by men because they were like, women are hysterical. We got to take out the uterus. I did not know that. So it's something that only women can experience because they're crazy, because, so, so have you, like, there's so many things where it's like female insanity, like Sylvia Plath, or the yellow wallpaper, or any of that, and it's like, oh, she was just hysterical, because why? Because feminine rage is one of the most powerful emotions in the world, because it is built up from the time we are cognitive
1: that's exactly where my thought process was what i'm getting from this is people are scared of women who are pissed off
0: i i did roller derby for a hot minute and i wrote a whole paper on it it is one of the coolest things i've ever been a part of i like couldn't join the team because i was going home for the summer but I did like the training, whatever. And I interviewed a bunch of people and it's all these women coming from different areas. I read a bunch of articles about the history of it. It was, it's a sport created by women for women, which is so rare. But what's even yeah. more rare is that the sport is like assumed to be a female sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so there's this channel of like feminine aggression and feminine rage. And I just ate it up. I loved it. I was like, yeah. this is the best thing I've ever been a part of. Literally like parents, like they were like, kick his, uh, kick her ass mom. And I was like, I want that to be my kid someday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's just so unusual for women to have an outlet like that where they can express those kinds of emotions without being institutionalized.
0: Yeah, I know. Lobotomized, given a hysterectomy perhaps.
1: <laughs> Put into a conservatorship, like lose custody of their children, lose their it, job. Like
0: It changes with the times, but it doesn't change the sentiment that women cannot control themselves.
1: Right well and it's interesting like the whole concept of control like it's just the narrative becomes so convenient when we're talking about cases of sexual assault men can't control themselves when we're talking about who can lead a country women can't control themselves
0: they have a period how could they control themselves (laughs)
1: And there's this whole, like this myth that men don't have hormonal responses. It's just a lack of information. Men's hormonal cycle is different than women's, but it's still there. There's still.
0: It doesn't mean that there are not hormones. Yeah. There's still an impact
1: of your hormonal cycle on your behaviors. Right. You just learn to live with it and operate with it as an adult it's called maturity (laughs) it's not (laughs) like we're sending like 12 year old girls who first got their period to be the president of the united states it's women who have lived with it for years who know how to function and operate with it
0: and it's the mentality that like women are supposed to be essentially mothers to their partners
1: Why do you expect your wife to take on the mental load of knowing everything that needs to be done for your household to function? Take out a pen and paper, organize that into a list that you can comprehend, right? It's not notes for herself. It's a list that someone else can comprehend. It's a set of instructions. It's a manual to just do what you should do as an adult human being
0: it's wild. it's wild to me that's like kind of the only word that comes to mind because it's and for what i grow like greatly despise is the excuse of well girls mature faster than boys okay okay then let us run shit that doesn't mean that they don't mature at all brenda <laughs> like They eventually do. So you think like 45 year old Tim isn't gonna like, well, he hasn't matured all the way. Really? (laughs) I wouldn't hold out hope. (laughs) I did read a
1: statistic at one point that was like, men reach social and emotional maturity at age like 45. And I wanted to cry.
0: But you're, but so with dating, you're expected to assist them in all of these things just because like, and and part of it, I strongly believe that a huge part of it is because from an early age, girls are taught to take responsibility way earlier than boys.
1: It's the woman who apologized to Putin for not being his mother because she believes that either she, could fix him and is responsible for his emotional state or that his mother should have fixed him and is responsible for his emotional state which is just kind him? of it's kind of just the default <laughs> for women right like we see a man misbehaving and we're like i wonder what happened why is he hurting like who hurt him to make him act this way and then we see a woman who's behaving poorly and we're like what a bitch <laughs>
0: It's, it's, it's just, it's why it's, it's stupid is what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. the worst part is whenever you dissect it down to like, this doesn't make any damn sense
1: Yeah, at all. Well, and that's, again, it's not satisfying for men to have to like rely on their female counterpart to dictate to them what they should do throughout the day. Men don't like that no like nobody wants this nobody wants this dynamic between men and women
0: but what like
1: but men are fed the narrative from a very young age that they're not responsible that they're destined for greatness but they're never told the work and dedication and study that goes along with achieving greatness. It's just right. like, you're, you're going to be great. You're already great tiger. Go get them champ. Like they don't even,
0: they don't even say that though. But with young girls, you can be anything you want to be. Well, Dub Everly, I didn't think I couldn't <laughs> until you just said that.
1: <laughs> well, and there's also this narrative for women that it's like, you can have it all, but you can't. Like you cannot successfully be a wife and a mother and have a fulfilling career. Like then there's going
0: to be something missing and it's going to be that special someone.
1: Like the nuclear family as a concept is just so bogus. Like, Boomers really pushed this dynamic of the nuclear family while they still had communities to raise their children. They still had their parents, their aunts, their cousins who came around to help them out with their, their neighbors. Like there was actually a village to help raise their children. And the whole time they're pushing on their children, this concept of the nuclear family and that you're responsible for your children and you need to raise them and you're alone in this. And it just doesn't work as a concept like people cannot provide for their household and also raise their children in the in the current state of our society because you need a two income household to support children that's just the reality of it both parents have to work
0: and then it's like oh well why aren't you having kids (laughs)
1: because <laughs> they're expensive.
0: Because they're black holes for money. Yeah. They're not paying rent. I am.
1: That, and I'm still doing the work to heal myself as a person. And that's what worries me the most is that the people who are having children, for the most part, are the people who have not done that work. They're having children because it is a societal standard or it's to fill some void in their life. They're not having children because they're a healthy whole human being who feels capable of, of being an excellent
0: parent. Right. Well, like the people who are choosing not to have children are not having children because they are viewing them as they are, which is putting out little people into the world yeah. who are going to grow and have emotional needs and yes. have, you know, financial needs.
1: An autonomous human being from the jump. Just because they can't communicate
0: does does not mean mean they're not.
1: Yeah, they're not a person. Like they are.
0: (laughs) But it's, and it's like, there's the viewpoint, there are a lot of people who are like, I don't know that I want to bring a kid into this world right now. Yeah. Even if I am emotionally ready. This is a pretty messed up time right now. Yeah. That's reason enough. But again, it's like, respect women's choices. (laughs) Like, if like women don't want to have children, leave it there. Believe them. They don't want to have children.
1: I hate how it's like, you'll change your mind. Why? Why Because you're going to nag me and wear me down until (laughs) I change my mind? Like.
0: How comforting. (laughs) Yeah. Like how about, how I respect
1: that. your decision. Let's change the topic.
0: <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Or like what does your husband think about that? <laughs> what kills me too is in like queer relationships it's like who's the man in the relationship? Neither of us. That's why we're queer.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about gay men. I was going to be like both. <laughs>
0: No, but like but, but you know, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. but either way it's like who's the man? Like who yeah. who has the pants in the relationship? Who's the mom? Well, who's the dad? It's supposed to be a partnership regardless yeah. of whether of like whether it's heterosexual, homosexual, like lesbian, like anything. It's supposed to be a partnership which by definition means that they're equal parts. Right but whenever you say who's the man in the family that's not equal
1: yeah because like, you're who's cl- gonna get away with less who's gonna be who's contributing in charge less? here less well who yeah can, that too
0: who's in charge here and who can get away with the most yeah it's it's just crazy i just don't i don't yeah <laughs> yeah I just, it's just I like
1: It's just one of those topics where you like talk it all through. And then at the end of it, you're like.
0: You keep hoping that it's going (laughs) to get better or that there's a solution and there just isn't one.
1: I feel like the solution is just continuing to like facilitate conversations that push the idea that this current state of society is not working it's not good for anyone nobody right. is happy or healed in this society like i saw well, someone post about like how our mental state is comparable to the mental state like our mental state and our dopamine levels are comparable to the mental state and dopamine levels of like the whales at sea world right like animals in captivity because we're so far removed from like nature and the natural like rhythms and cycles of the human life and experience and it's like what what do you do with
0: that how far have we come and like can we go back yeah how do we go back and like it's and i i don't know it's interesting because like it's how do I facilitate these conversations without making it seem like I'm attacking someone? Yeah. Like that's my least favorite response is it's like, well, you hate all men. So, and it's like, that's not, it's I like, don't. I don't. I, I just am holding you to a higher standard than you have been held. Yeah. Because I believe that you are a human <laughs> being and are capable of growth and maturity.
1: Right. Well and it's the whole concept like if you look at a work structure like middle management they give you just enough perks to like reinforce bad policies that's what men are like you're not actually benefiting from this you're just you're getting just enough perks to enforce the oppression of women just enough and I feel like lately less and less yeah and i think that's gonna be a tipping point for us i think men are gonna start waking up and realizing that like yeah you can disagree with the language you cannot want to like tart like say it's about the patriarchy or say it's about men in charge you can look at like the system as a whole but i think more men are gonna wake up and realize like yeah this it's is not working. working i'm not happy no one around me is happy like we got to do something it's got to change
0: literally that's what it boils down to is it's like this is the bad place <laughs> like we're you know eating
1: frozen yogurt like why yeah
0: it's it's okay nobody loves frozen yogurt
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's all right